welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts Greg and Mike. Hello, and before we get going tonight, we have a really important voicemail we'd like to play you, and then we'll tell you what we're talking about tonight. Oh boy, is this thing on? Is this on? I don't know this voicemail. Anyways, I need to talk to you people because you're so cool. I got a new job. Yes, I got a new job. And my new job is Nathan Rose's hitman. Yes, I'm Nathan Rose's hitman right now. He hired me for $5.62 to offer you two MFers if you don't stop picking on Nathan Rose because he's so cool. <laughs> so you stop making fun of that poor man and his opinions on Disneyland. Or I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to take all your toenails off with a pair of pliers, and then I'm going to wrap a piano wire around your ear, and attach it to the back of my Volkswagen bug, and pull your ears off. What do you think about that? Okay. You'll be nice to Nathan Rose now. That's all. Gee, Greg, I don't know, man. He was talking to you. You yeah, better. You better. No, I'm not going to take that kind of threat. You this better is, watch out. This though. is the wrong show to be threatening. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm calling Nathan out. He's sending people after me. Wait till Mousefest, man. It's, it's you and me, Nathan. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody, somebody like Saul. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be messing around. That's the kind of guy that's you know. He's liable to snap and go postal on you. Yeah, he's probably packing. <laughs> Fudge. <laughs> No, that's for Bob and Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so on to tonight's topic. Okay. I figured a Navy guy like you would go to that way. We've got a great, a a nice email, nothing like that uh, threatening voicemail, but we've got a nice email email from rich o on the forums it says hey guys great podcast you have here well thanks we, we appreciate that i've got a topic for a show for the two of you between disneyland and walt disney world what attractions are out of place and where would you put them i.e high school musical stage show should not be in tomorrowland try the studio where it belongs good luck with this one thanks yeah so what do I- you think what do you think about High School Musical being over into the Tomorrowland stage? Okay, have you seen High School Musical? Uh I've okay. seen bits and pieces of it. My kids ha- think it's I great. I haven't. Okay, so uh, it's just I'm not the target demographic. But... Well, you know, you are not the target demographic, and your kids are not the target dem- uh, demographic either. I think you, uh, you and Nathan can watch Doodle Bops together uh, with <laughs> your kids. Uh, and I, yeah. you know, what's funny? I finally, I, I'm. I'd listen to, to Mouse Tunes and listen to those guys talk, and they'd mention Doodle Bops. I'm like, what the hell's a that Doodle Bop? That show's kind of on the annoying side. So I was at the in-laws, and uh, the you know 24-something-year-old uh, sister-in-law who's living at home with her kid while the, <laughs> the father's in Iraq, though he's back now, uh, I guess the, the little two-year-old loves the Doodle Bop. So I'm like, what the hell's a Doodle Bop? And they show me what it is, and I about... It's you. It's kind of freaky. It's, it's stupid. 
Okay. But, you know, there again, I was trying to think of those shows we watched as kids. What was that show that had the big, um, you know, it's like a Mickey, well, Mickey's real, so not, but you know what I mean when I say a Mickey costume, because, of course, Mickey's real, but um, if someone was to imitate Mickey and make it like a costume, um, it was a uh, a toad. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember an, an owl, an yeah, owl. and, a, and a, a hippo, no. Yeah, yeah, the, the chick was a hippo. Yeah, and I know they had the is. two real people that were, you know, the the yeah, ones that hung out there. talked, you know, soft like Paul Barry to talk to the <laughs> children and all that. Uh, hey, Paul, how's it going? Uh, so, uh, I'm sure our parents probably equally thought that that was a load of crap too. Uh, but I tell you, and they're telling me every show starts off with they can't find the one idiot. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it seems a little dysfunctional yeah. to me. All the the blue yeah. skin and, or, and orange just, skin, pink yeah, skin, yeah, yeah. They're kind of crazy. Yeah, not my demographic either. Luckily, my kids are older. I mean, I had to go through a little bit of Barney and um, trying to think what else was popular when my kids were small. But uh, I know it's all a lesson. Power Rangers, uh, Ninja Turtles, oh, things geez. like that. So, Power Rangers is okay. Yeah, they had the hot-looking pink Power Ranger, you know. You always got to have something for the parents to watch when they have to watch this crap with the kids, you know. And yeah. the, for the dads, they had the pink Power Ranger. And what the and what the little girls get, the women, the moms get. Who cares? I mean, I had the pink Power okay. Ranger. Does it really okay. matter? <laughs> All right. So, uh, High School Musical. I haven't seen it, uh, well, but based no. based on the name, I would not think it belongs in Tomorrowland. Well, okay. Let's let's look at it this way. Did the Kids of the Kingdom belong in Tomorrowland? Uh, probably not. But Tomorrowland but it's stage. Inter- it's, it's entertainment, and you know the. Um, the Tomorrowland Terror stage came up, a band plays. Well, for that, for that, um, can't even say the word. Uh, let's take that example. We're at Disneyland's Tomorrowland Terrace, or the old Space Stage, and you just get a band playing and people dancing. Is that the future? Is that Tomorrowland? No, no. Now I agree. It seems like High School Musical, since it's based off you know a production, that maybe it should be over at the studios. But the studios sure. got enough freaking shows as it is. Uh, you know, in Florida, but it would you know in California it would fit right in over there. California Adventure, I the backlot area. Well, yeah, sure, I guess so. I don't. Are we getting it here, at Disneyland? I have no. I, I haven't have no really idea. paid much attention to that. I don't watch a lot of the shows. So, um, I mean, I remember. Do you remember? Um, oh my God, I'm gonna lose his name. He had the little um, pyramid shaped. Uh, yeah, Michael Iceberg. Uh, Michael Iceberg. Yeah, the Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah, I guess not- he played at Walt Disney World. Quite a while, also. That he that belongs is. in Tomorrowland. Yeah, he does. And if <laughs> no one has ever seen Michael Iceberg and the Iceberg Machine, look him up in the internet. He's got a website. You can download um, a little video, movies, videos of yeah, his stuff. Yeah, from Disneyland. Oh, it's it's really cool stuff. It's it's quite interesting. Uh, and he still tours today, according to his website. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Though he's in a wheelchair and, you know, in an oxygen machine, but, you know, he's... What? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just like, <laughs> well, think about how long ago that was and how young we <laughs> okay. were. How old, how old I... the hell is he, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. All right. Well, what else then? Okay, so let's Dude, just... Um... <coughs> Sorry, I take, still got this take... cough. Well, so do I. I've been under the weather all week. I went all to bed at 9 o'clock last oh, night. Man, I was well, dying. Yeah. I stayed up late anyways. Let's look at Disneyland because that's that's the one that's really um, probably near and dear our hearts and to our hearts. Um, 
you know, I, I still, I will still always say that animation should be in Fantasyland, uh, though I can sort of go with Tarzan in Adventureland. Sure. I can, you know, take the stretch of Song of the South in Critter Country since that area, which was Bear Country, got bastardized yes. into Critter Country and now uh, Pooville or Pilot Pool or Poo or whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can have Pooh and all those guys in that area because it's Critter Country, but that wouldn't have been the place that I would have went to. Uh, we've had this talk about Buzz Lightyear. Yes, it's a futuristic cartoon, but I really don't think it belongs in Tomorrowland because to me it is a uh, animation. Uh, you know, Star Wars in its technical sense is also in the wrong place because it happened in a galaxy far, 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 far away, a long, long time, time ago, ago whatever, yeah, okay. you know, whatever. Uh, but that one, I'll you know, let it slide. Uh, Nemo in the subs, I think blows. No. I'm looking forward to a new attraction in the park, but I think wrong place. Uh, totally blows. Oh, the Fantasyland lines can get redrawn to include subs. I bet you. I, you know, I speculated that on the has been forms the other day. It should it should be interesting to see what um, response comes out of that. I doubt if any. Um, so, as far as I'm concerned, animation should be in Fantasyland or Toontown. Obviously, the name Toontown refers to tunes. Yeah. Fantasyland was basically based on all the classic animation and animation that hadn't even been released yet. We figure that Sleeping Beauty's Castle um, based off a film that hadn't even been released, released at the yet. time that Disneyland opened. So. Toontown's lost its way, though. It's, it's, lost its, it's way. not it's, as interactive it's, as it used to be. and It, it was supposed know, to be the place where you go to meet the characters, right? Mickey's well, house, Minnie's house, yeah, all that. Yeah. And they have that. You can still meet Mickey Mouse, stand on a big old long line, and you, you know, they hustle you through there. But, um, you know, the ball pit's gone. They All the interactive climb-on stuff has been yeah, reduced the, or removed. Uh, political correctness and the litigious society we have has, um, yeah. has screwed litigious, that up. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I was looking so, for that word. But. So, yeah, Toontown, you're right. Fantasy, but you know what? What's the distinction between Fantasyland and Toontown? Right, the story is Toontown's where the Toons live. Well, I don't. I, there's, to me, there's not a whole lot of distinction. Yeah, they came up with this area. Ron Dominguez is very proud of himself for getting it all together and and, and accomplished. And you know, it's all you know, fun and games. Uh, any new dark ride, you know, based on a um, animation could have been back there. In in my opinion, so. But then again, we can always rip out Alice in Wonderland and put in Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yeah. We haven't heard that before. No, we haven't heard that. You know what could be done, though, is they could put something in where the um, the Phantom Boats and the old uh, you know, Fantasy... Motorboat Cruise, yeah. Cruise, you know, they could build something in there. Um, so as far as Disneyland, that's what I see, you know, out of place. Well, Interventions, as far as I'm concerned, is out of place. That that belongs in World of Disney since they're trying to hawk every last you know, <laughs> Disney... Uh, <laughs> computer-related yeah. product, yeah, you might as well just put it out in the World of Disney Store and let people buy it on the I way mean, out. There's a couple compelling things, you know, to see, to see the robot. Yeah, the robot's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, anytime I get to see an AA up close, like the what uh, Tom Morrow, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to watch, but, you know, how many times can you go watch Mr. Tom Morrow? Um, so that covers... <laughs> covers Disneyland. Uh, DCA, I, I don't really think anything's out of place because it's so disjointed anyways. Nothing could really be out of place, I don't think. Um, unless you can think of something. I, I don't find anything out of place because it doesn't have much of a place. Well, okay. 
<sighs> I'm, I'm Monsters Inc. Does Monsters Inc. fit in a Hollywood backlot kind of a themed area? Why not? If you take it for what it really is, it's a uh, movie. It's in a movie lot. Why not? Uh, okay. How, all the, <laughs> Where would Can you put a Monsters Inc. <clears throat> since it's a you know fictional um, fantasy realm of where you know all those monsters that are under your bed live so you know where would you throw that main street usa you know? well oh wouldn't that belong in fantasy land according to you a fantasy An- animation down, goes yeah. <laughs> it could but i if you're going to do something that's a um a studio type area you know you could have a animation area you could have a true life area you could have a they have an animation area, area. it's a you go in there and you well, got the, yeah, the yeah. Beast Library and you got the... <laughs> they have the animation building, sure. So, uh, could talk with a turtle in there. There's something that's out of place. Turtle talk? Is turtle talk belong? Is that an animation building? I mean, okay, it's just it's just as much of a stretch for turtle talk with Crush to be inside the animation building as it is for Tarzan to be oh, in yeah, Adventureland. I, I'd agree. Here's the thing with turtle talk. How they've implemented it at Living Seas makes... Though I hate to admit that I think it fits in Living Seas, that whole thing has just, you know, annoyed me. But you could almost stretch and say, oh, uh, Crush is in the tank, you know, that's here in the Living Seas. Sure. In the animation building, you're supposed to, you know, if you go with the story, um, there's a tank of water behind that wall. You know, which yep. is, oh, right here inside the animation building? Oh, okay. Uh, but... It is animation in, in, the, in the stricter sense. Um, but I, if you were in a studio area, I could give a lot more leeway to things that are just based off the movie because it's a studio area. But, yes. Yeah, I know that's, that's really stretching it, but it's, that's the way I kind of look at that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, the Magic Kingdom at Disney World, you know, pretty much all the same things kind of... Um, you know, kind of go in, in step. Uh, Pirates being in Adventureland versus New Orleans Squares, both of them work for me. I don't think they're out of place. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's more of a, a, a function of the theming of the facade than the attraction itself. Well, let's, let's think about that. It's an adventure to be a pirate, right? So Adventureland <laughs> is about the adventurous, the, you know, the... The, the rivers of the world, the, the far-off places, right? Sure. Uh, yet pirates were probably not that far off the coast of New Orleans and down into the islands, Cuba, the Virgin Islands, so on and so forth. So maybe not – I mean, didn't Lafayette come up into uh, New Orleans at times? I don't know. I don't know. It's not a history lesson. Just yeah. just a stretch. So those work for me um, – you know the mansion. You know I've heard people comment. Here's here's one that people might not think fit. Let's just say that Splash Mountain really, you know, is a stretch to fit where it's at at Disney World as much as it is at, at the Frontierland. Yeah. So, uh, but then some would say Country Bears is you know kind of a fictional type thing, but it's Country Bears in Frontier Frontierland. Frontierland. So, I don't think Country know. Bears is that much of a stretch. No, I don't think so either because it's not based on any uh, animation or anything. It's just you know. But, but you were going with Mansion and, and Liberty Square? Yeah, yeah. I was going to go to Mansion and Liberty Square because I've seen some threads where people don't think it belongs in, um, you know, the, the 1776 time, the, 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 the Liberty Square. 
I disagree. I I know what homes that that building was, uh, the facade was based on, and I think it fits. It may not, I don't believe the... Uh, uh, the colonial style that we have here fits more in Liberty Square than the... No, don't no. Don't you think? No, because the Liberty Square, I believe, is based more on New England architecture, where the... Um, the New Orleans Square's home is an antebellum Southern, southern okay. type yeah. um, home. So uh, the brick mansion you have would have been more of a northern home. And, and I did a little research when I was doing the Haunted Mansion show to find out, on uh, Imaginary My Way, to find out what they had based it on. And uh, there's a couple and? different ones. And they were they were northern homes, I believe, if I remember my research right. It's been a while now. But not 1776 northern homes no but i don't find it to be that much of a stretch you know i've heard some people say they could have done a more um sleepy hollow thing that would have worked uh yeah you know, i think what sleepy hollows uh that's outside of new york i believe and it's somewhere or upper state new york or something like sure that. i'm not sure exactly where sleepy hollow is but um you know i i to me it doesn't feel that bad it could almost be considered a sub subland of of liberty square because it's kind of sitting what, to the side. One attraction? Yeah. Hey, what, <laughs> what did Bear Country have? One attraction. Thank you. Uh, what What did... And and a merchandise spot. And, <gasps> Ooh, well, there's and, a merchandise spot right next to it. And a, and, and a restaurant. Um, restaurant would be a stretch because it's kind of across the street, yeah. But I, I get your point, yeah. Uh, well, there used to be two two attractions. Uh, Gully Womper and uh, Bertha May used to dock right over there by... Uh, the Haunted Mansion, but no longer. Um, uh, Liberty Square is one of my favorite areas of Disney World. I like it. I, I, I wish dig we had it, I here. dig it a lot. I wish there was more of it. Uh, you you really got to kind of walk behind some of the shops to get that kind of feel that you're in the little New England town. But I dig it. Uh, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, now, Diamond Horseshoe technically doesn't really belong in Liberty Square, by its architecture, and I covered this on my other show, so go listen to it. It's 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 been listed in both lands at one time or another. So there's there's a little bit of theming uh, mumbo jumbo going on there, but we'll you know we'll let that slide. Um, so well, it's not so it's not like uh, Riverbell Terrace with Adventureland theming on one side and Frontierland theming on the other side of the building. No, no, it's not like that. No. Uh -huh. And by the way, I heard the rumors about Liberty or, um, uh, yeah, the terrace you were just talking about. Uh, Riverbell. Riverbell, thank you. May not happen or maybe put off for a while. I guess this whole John Lasseter, I'm going to spend a lot of money uh, thing has kind of maybe changed some of the plans that were going to happen. But, you know, that's a podcast for another day. Um, yeah, we kind of touched on it last time a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, once we know more, you know, I'm trying to find out who Al Lutz is. Uh, uh, sources and that's that's not going so well. Hey, speaking of sources, I I bumped into my buddy. Um, boy, it's such a buddy I can't even remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it goes, Ray uh, Ray Holler. Or oh Holler. yeah, the art right. guy. Yeah, well, I helped him get his um, his book published. It's available now. It's ten dollars. I'll I keep saying I was going to put some pictures on my site. I just haven't got around to it. They're like Far Side Comics. Uh, and if you didn't work at the park, some of them may not make sense to you, but if you've ever worked at the park, uh, they certainly would. So 
Um, if you're interested in something like that, even sight unseen, because it's something to collect at Disney, uh, just email uh, Mike or Greg at micecast.com and we'll figure out a way to get one to you. But <laughs> but anyways, you know, I was asking him what's going on in the park, and uh, so we, we're, I'm trying to draw some information out of him, see if I can figure out what's. You know, oh, he's what, got a source. No, that's what I'm working on. You know, I'm just you know. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm working on a few things. Oh yeah, because you're a mover and a shaker. Oh yeah, I'm I'm the big mover and shaker. Uh, so far, I'm coming up with uh, Dick, and that's that's about <laughs> it. And you know how how reliable he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, all right. So over to uh, well, you know, I never really thought twenty thousand leagues under the sea belong to Fantasyland. Yeah. Now, granted, it's fantasy. Don't don't get me wrong. There, it's definitely based off a fictional novel. Uh, but maybe it was but, so many years of the subs being in Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland at, at Disneyland, it just didn't fit for me over over there. But I, I dug those subs. But I can't think of anywhere else at Disney World I would have put it. So I guess it did yeah. fit, fit okay. It just seemed kind of you're here in Fantasyland, and then bam, here's this big lagoon with, with these subs in it. Um, transition of the area. And the, the queue was pretty weak, but, you know, the, their Fantasyland has still not come up to the level of no. Disneyland's fantasy land. So maybe one day they'll they'll do uh, don't maybe. hold your breath. <sighs> okay, it's done. Uh, other than that, Tomorrowland uh, I never thought the Speedway fit in at Tomorrowland at Disneyland. I'm sorry, at Walt Disney World. I understand the Utopias at Disneyland and Fantasyland, though I don't think they fit anymore. Uh they s- certainly are not the super highways of tomorrow. Nope. But the Grand Prix went even less, I think, with Disney World's Tomorrowland than the Utopia's and ours. Uh, though I can see it as an easy remake to Cars. Sure. And 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 a, and a land line redraw, redistricting. Oh, yeah, sure, that would be easy enough. Um, I almost find the teacups out of place at, at the Magic Kingdom because they're so far over to the side. It's like they're almost yeah, in tomorrow. In Tomorrowland, yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of an odd, odd little thing. Uh, short of that, shoot, you know, Circle Visions really technically never fit either Tomorrowland. Though you could say that the uh, technology technology was different, maybe foresighted. Um, in fact, you know, I was reading. I don't know where it was. It wasn't on Al Lutz's site, but it was somewhere out there. You know, they have the new laughing floor, I think, they're working on. I think that's what it's called, to take place of... Um, Dream uh, Flight, no. No, not um, Dream Flight. The, uh, Timekeeper. Timekeeper. And there were a lot of complaints, supposedly, that there was no place to sit for time Timekeeper. And it's something they're, I think, adding for the new one is some place to sit. But, you know, I don't think I ever heard that complaint at Disneyland as long as the circle, circle vision, vision. there. You leaned against the rail. I mean, it wasn't like it was an hour. You are in there, what, 15, 20 minutes. It, yeah. How hard it is how hard is it to stand for that long? Uh, I dig Circle Vision, all the different I'm, movies. I, I think it's, I miss just, it. it's just cool. Um, so I still, you know, every time I'm at Disney World, go see all the Circle Vision movies just because sure. I, I think they're cool. And I hear Canada's making a new one, so that's cool. Woo-hoo. So... Um, you know, I hate Stitch, though, as far as I'm concerned. Stitch yeah. is out of place, but he is... Um, and, but Alien Encounter was oh, not, don't you no, think? No, Alien Encounter fit I in? wish I would have thought. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Alien Encounter fit. If You Had Wings was a far stretch 
uh, fitting in Tomorrowland. Um, I really <sighs> think they were just trying to fill some space. To, you know, uh, Tomorrowland didn't fully open in '71. It, it not everything was ready. So, I mean, Space Mountain came a couple of years later, I think, and uh, so the Wedway definitely fits and and all that. So, <coughs> oh man, sorry about that. Uh, Epcot, you know, I everything's out of place. Uh, well, Future World is effed up now. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. I, I think well, I was yeah. listening to Jeff's last <laughs> podcast, and he is correct. I think about the only thing that still shows somewhat of the vision of Future World is Universe of Energy. Even with Ellen in it, it has still kind of kept its uh, foresightedness on the future. But now we've got the freaking <clears throat> Pixar Nemo crap over at... Uh, That's completely hosed up Living Seas. Now, first, let's back up and say I love Pixar films. They are a part of Disney, and they even they were a part of Disney even before we purchased them because of our deals and the way yep, the, yep. Syner- the synergy, and I'm using a little quotation marks, the synergy of the way the companies work together. It's Disney, but it's not the right place to put these attractions and that's the one thing I've been hearing about Lasseter that I'm not real crazy about. A lot of, of what I've heard involves Pixar-related things. And, and it's like, let's, you know... Where, well, he might have a bias, you know. Well, sure he does. But he also worked for, the, for Disney before he worked uh, for Pixar. So I would think he, he seems to have a... Though he's went to the computer realm, he's a very uh, big believer in the hand animation, too. So... <sighs> Anyway, so Nemo's just effed up Living Seas. But on the turn side, we're getting the vehicles back to go through the, um, the, the pavilion. Aquarium. Yeah, which were taken out a long time ago. So that that's a plus. It's just too bad we have to do it with Nemo. The land, you know, the land hasn't changed much, but I really never thought. Aside from Soren. Well, so what what about Soren is about the future other than. Uh, tomorrow I might travel. You know, so, um, again, I mean, that's... it's not very foresighted. I guess, well, that's typical American enterprise, right? We think about, you know, the next quarter where maybe the Japanese think about the next five to ten years. Uh, but I do believe that the living with the land, the, the attraction, if you really think the hydroponics and all the the kind of futuristic ways they, they work on the agriculture is definitely foresighted. Uh, it's just never been, I would, I don't know. I like it, but I wouldn't call it a hugely popular attraction. I could be totally wrong, but most people I know uh, would skip that if unless they have extra time because it's, it's a little slow. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like to be educated. They just Duh. want to be entertained and have a thrill. But Oh, I mean, you know. we've already proven that you know, education can entertain at the same time. It's those that are looking for the thrill on top of it that are Wait, lost. Yes, and I, I do think that's indicative of our times. Uh, I think more and more people are looking for the thrill rather than just good, wholesome, clean, fun entertainment. Um, you know, let's say Pirates was developed today. Let's say it's not a 30-year-old attraction. It comes out today. Do you think people would flock to it if there hadn't been one 30 years ago and they're used to getting test track and um, you know mission space and space mountain would an aa attraction like that garner the attention that the other kinds do okay that's a that's a very tricky question 
because Pirates is part of a progression towards not necessarily Test Track um, or Mission Space, but it's part of a progression. So if you already had Test Track and Mission Space and then you come up with something like Pirates, probably not. But, you know, it's a progression. It's it's something's, it's chicken and egg, right? Something's got to come first to make people take the next step. Okay, we've done that. Well, I guess you know, what I'm getting at, do the kids yeah. today want the thrill? Are they no longer willing to um, do attractions like the American Adventure, the Great Movie Ride? Though those attractions are still getting people in them, and they're nowhere clo- close to what I would think shut it down because there's no butts in the seat. But if you're going to spend $100 million or some obscene amount of money for a huge attraction, are you going to get the bang for the buck out of one of those? Now, personally, for me, I'd say yes, because I'm dying for another attraction like that. I'd, I'd love, them, love to see them bring the, the uh, Western River uh, Expedition. Western River? Yeah, I think that's what. Uh, to one of the parks. I, I, the artwork is fantastic. It would have been a great attraction. I would be lining up in a heartbeat to go see that. Yeah, it, but see, you know, okay, but take your, uh, I'm not going to say DF fundamentalism aside, but take your fan, your fanaticism for those kind of things aside, would you would you still be jonesing for it? I mean, well, it's, you know, what's compelling? Is there a story? I like you a know, little is bit there, of both. You is, know. You know, is there a theme? Is there, is all the stuff that makes pirates compelling and drawing people after 30 years the same thing can we've already actually kind of asked this question at one point i think when we had jeff on can you translate or pick that stuff up and stick it in something else the same uh, the same concepts and the same uh feeling to a new attraction you know the the whole do you know where I'm going here? I'm, yeah, I'm no, I think, I think you're, you're, you're floundering, but I think I know what you mean. I think there's always going to be the demographics of the parents who enjoyed the parks as a kid, who take their kids, who they want to do things together, though some may be afraid to go on the mansion until they're a little older. Maybe pirates you know, spook them out. But they endear themselves to these attractions, I think, later. Though they still may want the thrill, There's there's always going to be that portion of the population who would rather go to Six Flags in Disneyland. Uh, I grew up with a lot of them even in my time. They thought I was, you know, boring that I'd want to go to Disneyland and sit on those kind of attractions when they go to Magic Mountain and get the crap scared out of them (laughs) uh, and all those attractions and, you know, quite frankly, take their life in their hands sometimes. But, um, you know, I don't know. (laughs) So let's let's finish Epcot. So that's a whole different question. All right. Um, Journey to Imagination. It's been effed up. Too. Oh, it's effed up. Now, have have Brandon, you you yeah. seen that website where they showed how much they ripped out of that y- thing? Yes, I have. Oh, now, it's horrible. What's funny is I, I've said for a while I this wasn't necessarily my favorite attraction, but as Jeff and some others have been um, playing some retro stuff of the the first, there's some catchy tunes. Uh, I did like the original 3D show that we also had out at Disneyland for a while in the in the old uh, space. Journey to the I Magic Eye Theater. Magic Journey Eye to Theater, yeah, and, and uh, whatever and I, it was called. I liked the the soundtrack to that. I, I do like the soundtrack to Imagination, though it wasn't one of my favorite ones. And sometimes I did question what did it have to do with the future. But again, without Imagination, we wouldn't have a future. So correct. In, in that respect, I understand that though. Some of the imagination in that pavilion was more like a um, a psychedelic uh, 
acid trip. <laughs> yeah, and, there is. And... <laughs> <laughs> Tony Baxter must be one messed up dude, man. But uh, uh, I've met him on occasion. He used to come into the um, DVD. Well, it wasn't DVD Planet at the time. It was Ken Cranes, and my my buddy Ray was over there, and he'd buy like a lot of the Japanese import stuff. There was there still is a series of DVD or laser discs that never made it to a DVD. Uh, some early Disney TV shows and um, stuff. And I was asking Ray the other day when I was uh, at DVD Planet if any of that stuff's available on DVD, and he said no. Uh, Tony doesn't come in as much as he used to. But uh, then again, Ray's stuck in the back of the shop. I won't say exactly what DVDs are sold in the section he works in, but (laughs) he also labels. uh, He's back there answering phones and labeling all the... uh, the discs that are going out in the floor, and it happens to be in the area that um, he's uh, in. Yeah, the unmentionables. Okay. So <laughs> it's always interesting to go back and talk to Ray and say, "So Ray, what, you know what's up?" <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, no pun intended. Uh, so let's jump over to the other side. <laughs> no, uh, let's see. What do we got? We got test track first. Yeah. That- nah. Yeah. Well, we already agree. It's all the whole thing's hosed. Yeah. Well. Well. Let's let's think about a test track. Yeah. Definitely not. If they would have shown me a little further into the future, other than uh, next year's model per se. I mean, that's really what they're saying. They're testing the next model of, or showing you how they build it. Oh, no big deal. I like the thrill. I, it's fun ride. Yeah, I, you know, I have I'd nothing r- against the ride. Oh, no. Personally, I'd rather have a little more out in the open track. You know, one more loop around would have been good for me. I, I like hauling, the, a, hauling ass. Oh yeah, I love love the speed, the stuff on the inside. Yeah, that's you know, it's fun. That's that's kind of Disney entertainment. You know, uh, slap happy fun stuff. But a little more speed. Uh, I have a need for speed, and that would have been fun. Uh, now, personally, I loved World of Motion. But other uh, than the post show, what was really futuristic about that one? Nothing really. Yeah. It was a history of automobiles. Well, again, history. Yeah. I, I don't mind being entertained. I thought it was a, a, a good attraction. The, the theme song but, now one got a bit annoying at times. But, but, all, the, but all the pavilions, with the exception of Horizons. Well, Horizons, um, I, God, man, I wish Jeff would... I keep hearing that song now. It's just like stuck in my head, and a couple of people have been using it. Just the point where it's telling you to get out of your, your vehicle and that the, uh, the uh, walkway is moving at the same speed as your vehicle. And I'm listening to the music, and it's just... Uh, I, I find it haunting almost. It's just, it's like a, a perfect synergy of everything. Now, and I was one who said I thought that attraction was dated. And I still agree to a point that it was, though it could have been salvaged. I think it was starting to feel like the old post show at Space Mountain, which yeah. I thought was a really cool post show that could have been updated over the crap they have in there now, which is what? Basically nothing, I think. Nothing. Uh, landscapes or something. Um, I like Mission Space, so don't get me wrong. What could be more futuristic about that? Looking forward to the next planet we're going to land on. Uh, oh, but, okay, but Mission Space kind of does fit into the future world thing. But, yeah, oh, the, I think the, it fits. Fine. But the point I was going to make is that whole um, east side, those three pavilions, were all history lessons. Learn from history okay. so the future's bright. <laughs> Okay. Uh, with the exception uh, of Horizons, okay? Well, uh, Energy had both history and looking forward to a little more forward about what uh, is going to make Energy, I believe, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, world of Motion, history lesson. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, Spaceship Earth, history lesson, but what's coming? Yep. Uh, Horizons is oh. not so much a history lesson, but yeah, spaceship there's the exception. Yeah, 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 Spaceship Earth again, yeah, another history of communication. Though, you know, it's the funny thing is I wouldn't trade most of those attractions um, for anything, and I don't want to be nostalgic and put the museum in there. But remember, what Walt said was Disneyland will never be completed. He never said Epcot wouldn't be ever completed <laughs> or, you know, Disney MGM Studios. So, I mean, you know, technically we can have yeah, those for a while. Alone. <laughs> I don't know, freshening and updating, you know, I, but the, the whole, I mean, the three, the three scenarios that Horizons looked at, living under the ocean, living out in space, and what was it, the agriculture turning the desert into... Agriculture, right? Was those, that was the three scenarios? I think so. It's been a while. Yeah, uh, remember, yeah. I, 90 or 86 yeah. was the last time I was on that thing. 1990, right? Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, but none of those things have come to pass. We don't have, you know, teams of, I mean, not teams, but we don't have a whole population centers under the ocean. We don't have a whole populations living out in space. Oh, no, they were, they were, uh, yeah. that was very fourth, uh, you know, uh, so, so, so while the story or the whole you know, theme or concept you say was getting old, I don't think the concept okay. was getting old. Uh, I just think that the, the 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 way they were presenting their show, you know, the the figures were kind of getting okay, old. That, that's, there's there's more my point. Not the even, art direction. Not know? even the the figures getting old. Uh, they were old. It was. Um, how 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 I think how to put this, and this was this is what I mean by the dating. Not that the concepts are dated, because they they certainly were not dated. But the art direction, the way the way the sets are built, what they look like, the colors they use, the yeah, okay, That's, yeah, the materials, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's it's like um, House of the Future, here, <laughs> Tomorrowland. The analogy that I was um, when Star Trek Enterprise was in. Uh, pre-production, and I was had my Star Trek magazine. I'm reading it, and and um, somebody was asking, "How are you going to do a series that predates the original Star Trek without making it look campy and old like that, but not have it be more modern than it was?" And he's like, "Look, he's just the computer I have on my desk, my laptop is more futuristic than the one Janeway is using on Voyager. It's like you know, you just got to have to make it a little look a little retro." Um, it's it's the perspective of 1970s design applied to the future with the type of clothing and you know if you even look at the Star Trek movies through what, 10 or 20 years of, of that how they kind of look toward the future differently in the different generations mm-hmm. um, you know the, the anywhere from the pointy ear or pointy um, sideburns to the flared pants on, on the original Star Trek, uh, even though they were short. You know, it's like the, the kind of um, go-go skirts, if you will, on yeah. her and stuff at the beginning, and, and how that changes over the years. And it remember how the Westminster Mall used to look? Yeah. <laughs> it looked just like Tomorrowland <laughs> yeah. at Disneyland. The orange colors, the white, uh-huh. and all that. It had a very... Uh, Lots of circles, uh, yeah, 19, Elli- ellipses. It, yeah, it 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 um, reeked of nineteen seventies, late nineteen seventies. Shag carpet, you know. All you need is that little rake to get your shag carpet looking good again, <laughs> you know. Uh, so if so, they could have um, 
adjusted that and like you said the art direction that's a pretty good way to put it i i still have this image of i think it was a twa uh, spaceship it sort of looked like a huge like 747 that was pregnant or something it was kind of round and it was you know your transport for the, the space colonies it was a painting uh, that I think was used in Horizons. Mm-hmm. It just still had that look of somewhat something that was drawn in the 1970s, which sure. it, you know it was late 70s as the stuff was developed. Um, so that's that was that's my issue with it being dated, not not the concepts whatsoever. So all right, so it's not an out of place issue though. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. And you know, okay. I don't I don't think we can even go to. Um, well, you know, let's finish up Epcot because this isn't an out of place thing. Sorry, Rich. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get into something else. This is there. There's kind of I don't remember which. I listen to so many damn podcasts now. I can't even keep track of what's what. Um, Time to make notes, then. I, well, usually I try to go to the forum right away and make my comment, but uh-huh. I, I think this may have been on a non-DPN podcast. I know it's hard to believe there's non-DPN podcasts out there, but there's a couple. Um. There's a rumor that finally we may get pavilions from Israel, and I forgot what the two, maybe maybe the other one was Russia. There were two other countries that uh, was mentioned. But here's what puzzled me. The question was, where are they going to put them? They're out of room. No, they're not. Okay, I thought I was crazy for a second. Uh, I, I seem to remember when I have to walk between, like, was it Morocco and France, there's a lot of foliage there between. There's some room there between. Um, and how about how about Italy and Germany? Holy cow! Oh yeah. Well, how about that uh, so-called equatorial Africa? Yeah, you know, that right there. Yes, that's you know, what I'm talking about. Okay. The outpost. Yeah, there. Let's see, between between the American Pavilion and Japan, not so much room. No. Um, I mean, it's not really not enough. Now, early on. Some cast members had told me that they actually had thought about a second row. You know, that there would be, you know, let's say you could walk through Morocco back into another row. But I don't know if that was really serious or not. But, you know, if you look at from aerial views, I think there's plenty of room to uh, to place another pavilion. Actually, between uh, Mexico and Norway, uh, there's, a, yes. uh, there's a fair spot. Because I remember stopping to get that... Nice ice cold margarita that gave me a brain freeze the last time I was there it was <laughs> right in that spot. Um, let's see between Canada, no, Canada, to, no, there's not enough room there. I'm trying to you know think out loud as I'm going around the. Well, I'm gonna you know. I'm gonna bring up good old uh, not Google Earth because that's Google too intensive. Earth. But oh, and that that was well. I was listening to another podcast that had mentioned. Actually, now I know which podcast it is, and I'm not sure if I should name them or not. Good bunch of guys, and we trade emails all the time. But yeah, why not? It was Character Breakfast. I think it was that's my maybe on their news segment is where I heard that. And uh, uh, Wayne over there is a good guy. We we've been trading some emails. But there was also another thing they had mentioned. Uh, they had mentioned a Google Earth picture of some const- what looked like construction behind Everest. So I'm like, oh, I gotta go check this out. Well, the the image is over a year old because Everest is still under construction. Yeah. And I think it was just a um, a staging area possibly for the construction materials for Everest. Because I'm thinking by now we probably would have heard that something was going on if there was a new attraction. So I think that was a bit premature reporting. But uh, obviously people, 
you know look at those things all the time and it's a great source of some um, some information right. <clears throat> looking at a uh, satellite image via Google Maps uh, to the east of Germany there's a big old fat empty lot um, yeah there's a big empty lot there and then you talked what was the other one you talked about uh, uh, okay, here's American Me- Adventure Me- Mexico and Norway there's uh, there's an empty space there and between uh, France and Morocco yeah yeah. And then between Morocco and Japan, too, there's also a space. Yeah, yeah, you're right. There used to be a place where the International Gateway is, but obviously that's, I guess, off-limits now. Well, it's, I mean, because they put the Yacht and Beach Club there. Yeah, well, it's more the, the connection with the uh, the boat service than anything. But, but that foliage you're talking about, yeah, that can that's there's plenty of room there for some buildings. But, yeah, there's a big old fat lot. Uh, between what would be looks like China and Germany. Well, couldn't we just put Australia right out in the middle of the lagoon? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you shoot. You know, for that matter, you could. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if you go beyond Canada, could you squeeze one in between Canada and? Uh, the Imagination Pavilion to kind of cap off that area? Not really. No. There's a nice line of trees, which I think serves as a break between okay. Future World and Because there is, there is some, you know, some down areas. You travel from Future World to World Showcase, it's a bit of a trek before you actually get to something you can put your hands on unless you want to stop in those two shops. Yeah. And they force you to go around too. Yeah. Well, remember yeah. that this, these were designed as two distinct different parks, and uh, as the story goes, I believe it was John Hinch and I forgot who the other one. God, Not Marty. Uh, I don't think it was Marty Scholar. But anyways, the the two oppo- let's say the two opposing designers, the one for each park, they pretty much, you know, pushed the two models together and say, how about this? And they made it work as one place rather than two. So. Yeah, good or bad, it is what it is, and it's one of you know. I enjoy the park. I spend a lot of time there. So, well, thanks for looking at those aerial shots. So, there's definitely some some uh, places. To there's put room to add stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think so. And you know, I I don't think anybody rates being kicked out yet. I think all the countries are cooperating fairly well. So, um, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> what denotes cooperation? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sending sending students or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's you know. There's no there's no turf wars or border wars going on between any of the countries. So you know, we'll keep those. It'd be nice to see. Um, I'd like to see an attraction, a true attraction, in every pavilion. Not you know, uh, not some toy display in in uh, Tokyo or whatever their latest thing is. Uh, uh, the United Kingdom has squat, but shopping and eating. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, the the film in in France is not bad. I enjoy it. Um, American Pavilion, you know, Party Excellence, you know, it's you can't beat that attraction. Though I do have some suggestions on the other show that uh, uh, for that attraction, but that's just you know. <clears throat> I'm continuing to look at this this aerial yeah. photo here. Yeah, okay, yeah. What, what, what site are you on, by the way? Maps.google.com. Okay. 
And then, you know, you get satellite views. Yeah, I don't remember if I installed uh, Google not, Earth. Not, not Google Earth. Just, I know, no, I'm just, what, what, I don't remember if I installed it on the Mac or not. So, But, think, okay, think of Test Track. Oh, I have, you, get, so. you get zoomed out in the back, and you go down straight, and then you do what, what we used to call in the aviation circles, a 90-270. You make a 90-degree turn, and a 270-degree turn to basically go back the way you came, right? <clears throat> that loop out back where you go around the cars. When you make that first 90-degree turn, you're looking right at that empty lot between Mexico and Norway. I'm, I'm zooming in on... I just opened up Google, Google Earth. Right. That's just the way I am. I'm a Google Earth guy. What can I say? Well, it's kind of bandwidth-intensive. Well, I, I don't have a problem with bandwidth, so... Okay, that's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> so now i just got to find it. I guess I could type in Walt Disney World. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's this interesting curved building behind the U.K. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask um, must be, looks like a Earl from Trapped on Vacation what the hell that thing is. It, Yeah, it, it looks like, well, it kind of looks like one of those inflatable temporary, you know, buildings that you can use, or not inflatable, but canvas type. Um, Tents, like yeah. party tent, yeah. Tent, that's a good way to put it. I, I don't know. But it's huge. Oh it's, yeah, it's I mean, it's very large. I I, I got to get Earl. Earl's just gonna have to chime in. You know what? The problem with Earl is, by the time he listens to this in his car after yeah. the honeymoon and all that, he will have forgotten what we asked, and he'll sit there going, "I know they asked me something. I don't remember what the heck it was." So, uh, too bad, so sad. Yeah, Earl's Earl's got other things on his mind. He's getting married. Hitched. We all we all send him our <laughs> condolences. You know, not, nothing against a vacation fiancé. It's just, you know, married life. I don't know. Spoken as a man who's been married. <clears throat> uh, 22 years. Yeah, the, the old lady wouldn't like me to... She, she never listens to oh, the podcast. Then, you know, she's not missing much. <laughs> All right, so what else? What else is uh, out of place? She's a, she's a good kid. Uh, well, let's see. She's Hey, she's still, she still looks, look, looks young yeah, to me. Yeah, that's because you look old. No, she is. She, I do look old. I got oh, gray hair. Yeah, she gave it to me. Too. That's it. Uh. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I think in these parks, um, well, you know what's out of place in Epcot in general is the Disney characters. Yeah, they weren't supposed to be there in the first place. all about that, right? <sighs> don't, don't even go there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so let's go over to um, which pick a park. What's we only got two? Oh, what's left? Disney MGM, right? The yeah. studios. How can anything be out of place there? I mean, it's it's kind of a free for all, right? You say anything's revolved around anything that might be done on a, a movie lot, and your rock old. and roller coaster. Well, um, that's done on a movie lot. They're. Videos are probably filmed in a movie studio. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about stretching. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, you know, it's... Um, where would you put... Okay, that's better yet, Mr. Smartass. Um, where would you put an attraction like that? Because obviously it's a good attraction. It's not one you'd say, you know, this is so bad it doesn't fit here. Let's get rid of it. So where would you put it, smart guy? No clue. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I mean, 
you got to kind of look as um, California Adventure. The Disney MGM studio is kind of <laughs> it a, free, goes a in, free for all of anything that's in the entertainment world. That's kind it of goes in DCA. Yeah, anything goes in DCA because it has no. Uh, but it, seriously, I mean, it's about it's about a limo ride in friggin' Los Angeles. Well, okay, what? That's DCA. Let's okay. Let's <coughs> excuse me. Let's look at. The studios. Where's the studio supposed to be located in? Okay, Hollywood. I see where that, you're going. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Fantasmic. Does Fantasmic belong? Uh, it's it's a production. Oh, good. Oh, so then you're saying it doesn't belong in Rivers of America Disneyland? Absolutely not. Hey, there was one we 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 skimmed over, but yet you can look at it as it's just pure entertainment. It doesn't it's matter. It's a body of water. Yeah. In Disneyland, where else are you going to show it? Well, my my thought, Paradise Bay. Yeah, no. No, my, my thoughts was it should have been on the backside of the um, backside of the Rivers of America, where they could have built some kind of a stadium rather than impact. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. The area like they have, but then that would have you know there's still something kind of um, rural and untouched about the backside of the river and. Uh, so far, it's stayed that way, and I'm not sure if I like it or not. But it's you know it is what it is. So you're saying that just to make sure I I I understand that Fantasmic does not belong where it's at at Disneyland, but does belong where it's at at the studios. It yeah, it works for me at the studios. I still haven't seen it yet, but at the studios, I, yeah, I probably won't either. No, I do want to see it because I want to see what. Is different about it. I heard the uh, the <clears throat> the Mark Twain like boat is <laughs> pretty cheesy. Mark Twain like boat. Gosh, it contains may contain Mark Twain like substance. But. Yeah, well, I hear it kind of looks like cardboard cutouts held against a barge, but I, I actually haven't seen it, so I can't okay. actually say that that's exactly what it looks like. But that's what I've been told. So. Um, I mean, I mean, everything else fits there. I think you know all the shows are themed to. Oh, well, how does Tower I mean, of Terror fit there, smart boy? Yeah, see, it's supposed to be a, a Hollywood hotel, right? Oh, that's a stretch. I don't know. Well, it's not, <laughs> not as much of a stretch as a as a limo ride through Los Angeles when you're not in Los Angeles. Well, you're in now, the you're in the Greater Los Angeles area. Yeah, let's see. But there's something else just went in and out of my head. Um, <laughs> just like the hair in your head. Uh, yeah. Oh, crud. <laughs> Animation, move around. Oh, it took me long enough. I finally found this stupid place on Google Earth. Oh, boy. Yeah, we moved on from that subject, too. Yeah, what do you know? Well, now I'll look over there. But I, I while we're talking, I'll look anyways. Oh, sh- crapola. There's lots of land there to work with. Yeah, see? <laughs> You could yeah. fit two pavilions in there almost. Oh yeah, you could you could Jeez. rip out that empty Germany show building that never got got a show put in there too. Yeah, well, what was that? October that's where Oktoberfest is. You know, the guys have to have their Oktoberfest. Don't don't mess with that. Isn't that where they do the uh, food in October? I you know, I think I watched Inside the... inside that empty show building? Oh, that's storage. Anyway, I'm finding Germany for a second. Hold on. Now, there's Oh yeah, yeah. We got. Oh man, there's a big. Yeah, you almost look at these, and they're almost carved out. In fact, I would say they are carved out as 
pads or tracks for new pavilions that just were never built. All the service roads are there. Yep. Uh, it's it's all set up like it. It's just ready to go. You see some. You see even see some junk thrown there. You know they'd have to oh, yeah. clear out before they actually built something. Oh, there's a lot of junk. Yeah. That. Uh, see, is that your? Uh, yeah, Italy could use a little more. They they need some kind of. Um, an attraction. I mean, yes, the Italians like to eat, but uh, it's got to be something else we can do. Well, you know, I I don't know. Was something originally intended to go into Germany for some kind of an attraction? It does yeah. look lar- a lot larger than what is there, but I thought when you go in there, there don't they have the the food big food location where you get the big uh, the big Bob uh, Schnitzels and. Um, yeah, but there is an empty show building for a Germany attraction that never got built. It looks like that. I actually, I guess I could say I don't remember, have not recently read anything about it, a Germany a Germany attraction. So, do you have any any information, smart boy, about what it was supposed to be? No, I have no idea. I just know that there's an empty show building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely between step. Mexico and Norway, absolutely, and definitely behind what is sort of Africa now. Um, there's room between, shoot, yeah, we could go between Germany and Italy. There's definitely room for yeah, uh, one there's, there. There's definitely there's, room there's, for there's, there's, there's a, here, here's a technical term that I, my account uses all the time, a shitload. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of room here. Yeah, uh, it's just made to look more compact with trees and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, the landscaping. I, yeah, I've been wondering what that big building is behind... The Ameri- or uh, United Kingdom too. I mean, they don't have a parade that needs to be stored in there or anything that I can think of. So, and it looks like it's connected to that other building behind it with some kind of uh, enclosed walkway or something. So, that's interesting. I'll t- we're gonna have to stick Earl on that. I want to know what that is. And I want to know now. Where is he? Planning <laughs> his damn wedding. That's what he's doing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, oh, that's that's Animal Kingdom. We don't want to be there. Where's the freaking studio? There it is. It's so small. I almost missed it. Okay. Now you know what? You didn't tell me this, Mike, and I had to have um, Earl weigh in on on my forum. What the, didn't I tell you? Well, you had been to the Disney MGM shortly after it opened, correct? Yes. Okay. I assumed because I had never. I guess researched it enough that the tra- the backstage tram, the location that it loads and unloads now is the location it is always loaded and unloaded. But I had made some comments about the dead end areas and why do they have this archway that says Disney Studios into the animation area? And he said that this the the way I understand his comment, he said the back lot tour used to start and load over there. What? That's the way I, I don't, heard his post. Oh, see, I don't remember that. I don't remember going through that. I, it's very likely. Shoot, I don't... Ah, that's just don't crazy know. talk, because I can't remember. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, I don't see I see, anything I don't, personally out of place at the, the studios. It's kind of wide open. Anything that you can loosely say is based on a movie, a TV show... Uh, even like say a, a rock band, anything that you could say was recorded in a soundstage or studio, uh, it's it's kind of, you know, it's kind of doable, I guess. Uh, so screw that. Let's go over to Animal Kingdom. I can't, <laughs> I can't think of anything on, on that. 
Uh, to be honest with you, I don't find anything at Animal Kingdom. Oh, they haven't had a chance to screw that place up yet. Well, okay. Let's, yeah, we can talk about something that's uh, potentially out of place. The logo has a... Oh, the dragon. A dragon on it. Animal Kingdom. Okay, dinosaurs are animals. I'll give them that. But when it's kind of made to be more like Asia, Africa, all that stuff, and then they got to go back to prehistoric times for the dinosaur. That, that's, that's kind of a stretch for me. I like the ride, don't get me wrong. But um, if you look at the... If you're still on your your, your Google yes. map, if you go to the right... That's the wrong way to phrase that. Go to the left of the entry, and I believe that is the area that was supposed to be for the... Um, you can see the big pad, big kind of green pad. Uh, that was the area that the... Uh, I forgot what it was going to be called, where the mythical creatures were going to be at. The green pad just to the left of the entry? Yes. I believe, I'm not positive, but I think that's where it was supposed to be. But then again, for all I know, it's supposed to be where Everest is now. But the way I understood it by some some things I'd been reading, it was going to be right there. So, but for, You know, from the air, this park looks like nothing. It's just there's so much, Too much trees, yeah. that you can't see squat. But Yeah, I can't think of anything that I'd really say is out of place here other than the dinosaur. Well, all right. Everybody's favorite place, Chester and Hester's, right? Oh, but if you got dinosaurs, then Chester yeah, and Hester you, works You know what it looks out. like? It looks like it should be at DCA or the studios. It's got the street, you know, the kind of like, um, what what highway do they call that? I mean, it's kind of made to look like this old, you know, the highway and the little carnival on the side of the road, you know, all that kind of a stuff. Yeah. Which, how does that fit in the overall Animal King? kingdom theme it fits more into like a dca or disney mgm studio than it does in the animal kingdom i think so what dinosaurs big deal just i i think the theming works for what it is it's supposed to be corny carny and it is but it doesn't really bother me that much i know a lot of people get a lot of heartache over it but um that little that little play area theme like a prehistoric dig was pretty cool yeah, did your, did your little Rugrats go through that? Yes, they did. Yeah, mine, mine were a little too old for that. Hard he would have loved it if, if it would have been a, the age of your kids. Because he could already say anthropologist when he was their age, and I could barely say it now. I was like, a what? You want to be a what? What's that? <laughs> yeah. he, he grew up on Jurassic Park. He just loved that movie. So, In the land before time, all that, you know, all that dinosaur stuff. So. All right, well, have we missed anything? Well, I think we've pretty much jacked them all up. I can't, uh, I don't know if... I don't know if we really really answered the question all that well either. Well, I, no, you you know, we probably didn't, but what I'm thinking here to myself was um, that though I appreciated the email, he only gave us really one thing he thought potentially was out of place, which was the high school musical. So we're just kind of, you know doing our typical typical tangents wherever we feel like going and throwing out whatever. Some of this we've talked about probably in show one or show two or three. Um, so it was kind of nice to revisit it for those who may not have listened to our early shows. But um, 
So I, I guess we could wrap this up and suggest to send us more email like this, uh, show ideas. We like doing um, um, babbling about nothing. So when you send us email, it's really easy for us to because uh, we don't do any nothing. pre-production. You know, it's we barely do post-production. And you forget to do any pre-production. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, there's some announcements. Uh, Mouse Fest yeah. is coming up in okay. December, which uh, we will all be going to. Podfest, and we will the DPN will also be hosting um, their own event. And that's the DPN with Jeff from Houston hosting. It will be more fun than watching plants grow at the Land Pavilion. Uh, go to why don't the you D- run, what? What's that? Say, go ahead. I say, why don't you run down the whole the whole idea? Well, the whole idea is it's more fun to talk to us than watch the plants grow in the Land Pavilion. But uh, I, I don't have the exact time on me, but I believe it's around 6 or 6.30. You can go to the DPM forums to find out the exact times. Uh, I believe it's also listed on the mousefest.org uh, website. But you'll come get to talk to almost all the podcasters from the DPN. I think every show except for one now may be may not be only one's not going to be represented as far as I know. But Zippity Doo Pod? Zippity Doo Pod, but he will be there in spirit. But uh, I will be there for both uh, Imagining My Way and MiceCast. You won't make it, I don't believe, in time for that one. Um, no, I will not. At least one person from Wendell to the Magic will be there, and then every other show, uh, Lou will be there from the Lou and Bob. You know, Bob's not really important anyways. He's just a sidekick. Bob's going to uh, be there? No, no, no. I said Lou's going to be just there. Just Lou. Okay. Just yeah, Lou. Okay. Bob's just the sidekick. He's the Ed McMahon to his Johnny Carson. Just like you are to me. No, so see, so it works joking, out guys. that Lou and I will be there, but Bob and Mike won't. It just, <sighs> that's just the way it worked out. Uh, but Earl will be there, and you know Jeff and uh, Gary on the Mouse Lounge. Mr. Mark from Inside the DPN, yes. that's kind of late breaking news, will also be there. We're very happy to see that. Who did, uh, Chris from The Big D, D. and uh, Brad from Bringing Disneyland, Bringing Disneyland Home. Home. And I think oh, that's it, right? But speaking of Mr. Mark... Mr. Mark's important to be there because he has a podcast inside the DPN. Yeah, I, I do believe I mentioned that, but yes, the Inside the DPN, our newest oh, show on the DPN. We're actually supposed to plug Inside the DPN. Well, are so. we going to play his little promo? No. Okay. We'll just plug him then. Uh, Mr. Mark, the, the latest show, uh, the latest podcast about the podcast, podcast. <laughs> on the DPN. So you can... Kind of get an idea of what you might want to hear, and if you have not heard all the other podcasts, so we encourage good, good you to, to listen to that. Yeah. Good way to get exposure to the types of yeah, shows we have yeah. here on the DPN. If you want to be exposed, go to the inside the DPN, and he will expose <laughs> you. Because you don't you don't want us exposing ourselves. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> would they send us someplace special? <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's coming up. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's. Um, did you get the dates for Mouse Fest? I did not. Oh, sorry. Okay, so it's December. It's in December. 9th? Uh, no. Yeah, no. Saturday the 9th. The, the the Watching Plants Grow uh, DPM meet is Saturday, December 9th. Did you actually go to the official website and look that up? No, I pulled out a calendar and it's Saturday night. <laughs> oh. It's the day I arrive. That's right. And we, we purposely oh. did that, Mike, so you wouldn't be there. I know. Because you are the Ed McMahon to the Johnny Carson. Uh, Okay. <laughs> you really think you found another button to push? <laughs> well, it's been working just like saying. plugging my show, Imagine My Way uh, podcast, which is... Um, okay. Yeah, see what I mean? All I can do is mention a few words, and you hear that. 
you know. <laughs> Just what else? <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know what? Here's something I should mention, Mike. I, I've been since I know you don't listen to our show, let alone my show. Um, I listen to our show, beginning you end. Do not. If you did, you would know we had some um, some issues on the quality of the sound. When when I sent you an email, hey, our sound quality sucks. You're like, what the f? Okay. Tell me what sucks. Well, if you you've listened, you would have known what the f. That's and, not good. Uh, Wait, okay. <laughs> Your whole mic cut out. Oh, more editing. No, 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 no. It did not cut out. Okay. Well, on my end, it did. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped to the MouseFest website, which probably has low bandwidth. So, okay, uh, that's probably what it was. Oh, oh, jeez, we're really getting bad here. Yeah, MouseFest, right. <coughs> December third through eleventh. Then, then let's wrap it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, we're done. Uh, yeah, it sounds like we're done. Oh no, no. Here's what I just say, Mike. I've been saying this on that other show of mine, Imagining My Way podcast that since Mike and I, well, I, on my show I don't mention Mike, but since we're on our show, we'll mention Mike. Uh, Mike and I are Disneyland locals, so if any of you um, listeners out there are in town visiting Disneyland, please email us or mention Post it on the Post a message forums. on the forum, yeah. Uh, we will, if possible, try to meet you and say hi and then run as fast as we can the other direction, uh, which, in case of Mike, he'll be you know, gasping for air in that oxygen tank he carries around. But uh, and my ECV goes faster than he can uh, suck on his oxygen. Uh, no. But uh, we'd love to meet you uh, and maybe ride a ride or just sit and talk, whatever you'd like to do. So let us know, and we'd, we'd like to do that. Yes. So our our uh, email is Greg at micecast dot com and Mice Mike tag, yeah. yeah you like that <laughs> and Mike at micecast dot com and our voicemail you have to finish this Mike it's two zero six six hundred mice two zero six six zero zero six four two three very good you can also leave us feedback on iTunes if you'd like yeah nice nice stuff you know if you're gonna be nasty go somewhere else we're nasty in here <laughs> you don't have to be nasty in there no just kidding. Uh, so, so that's that's about it. I guess all we'll have to say is goodbye. We're still trying to get Richard back on the show because Bob needs a little. And yeah. uh, one that, of these days, I've been trying to twist his arm and uh, get him there for <laughs> Bob, but uh, we'll see. And Bob, I'm calling you out, you big striper weenie. You're supposed to come on the show. So um, I want all you listeners out there to put pressure on Bob. Yeah, come yeah. on the show. Go to that Beyond Main Street forum and say we want Bob on MiceCast because Bob's supposed to give us all that uh, juicy inside stuff on Lou that Lou won't tell us. So we're seeing yeah, that. We're, that's old too. That's really old. We got to call him out because you know he's hiding behind uh, uh, Lou, and I just can't take it anymore because I want to know what that uh, Lugie Hawkin uh, fanatic driver Lou, you know, what's what's working inside that brain of his. <laughs> All right. Well, then, what's left? Oh, by night? the way, I oh, was no, watching the last not. show. No, no, no. Oh, Bob said okay, he might be coming out to the uh, West ramble Coast. Ramble on some more. Yeah, oh, that would be cool. Wouldn't that be cool? So if if we can't get him on the show, you know, the normal way, we'll just have to tackle him when he's out here and uh, put a mic in his face and record something. Oh yeah, yeah. That'll work good. Yeah. Oh, it's always great to interview someone that's held hostage. <laughs> 
All right, now it's time to say goodnight. It is time to say goodnight, so go ahead. Good night. Good night. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners. <laughs>